listening to Fox Sports Radio. Let's take a look at this Cardinals-Browns game. The 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals at the 3-2 and Cleveland Browns. The Browns now minus 3, minus 125, so pushing towards 3.5 as the Cardinals push towards intensive protocol. Now, we talked about this at length where at first glance, our thought was that Arizona is the better team. In fact, I, I still believe that. And in a vast majority of respected power rankings, Arizona is the better team. Well, home field advantage, and this is over Cleveland, home field advantage, which Cleveland benefits from, in the NFL today is about two and a half points. It used to be three, now it's two and a half. Okay, so if you're playing a team that's better than you and you're at home, you're not going to be laying two and a half. You're going to be laying two, one and a half, some variation of that. But the line is moving to three and a half. So does that mean Cleveland is clearly better by a large margin because they're moving through three even? No. There's other factors, right? We got the COVID factor. So why don't we talk about the details of that first, AJ? Yeah, intensive protocol occurs when you have four or more people in your organization who have have gone into protocol. The Cardinals are now at three, Chandler Jones and two staff members. And what intensive protocol includes, it's virtual-only meetings, limited outdoor gatherings, increased physical distancing, mask wearing at all times, including for players during practice time, and eliminating group meals. And that additional mask also includes masks in the weight room, masks during medical treatment. So it ramps up quite a bit if you have four or more in protocol. What happens if you're getting medical treatment on your teeth? That is, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I don't have the answer to that, but I would assume you have to wear the mask. I think Jonas would know. I mean, I just think he would. <laughs> I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. Though, Mackenzie, let's be candid. When Jonas, I was befuddling him for months at a time with one of those reads he was doing. Well, I can't, can you remember what it was? It was like, yeah, I, it was, uh, there was no reason ever, no matter what the cause, to take off your seatbelt while you're driving. Okay. He firmly believed that to and this I day. Was th- I was throwing a few hypotheticals at him, and let's just say he got stumped. Like, like if you're texting and driving and you drop your phone, you have to take your seatbelt <laughs> off no, to get it, right? No, no. That's, that's a very brutish way to think about it. No, what I was saying was, like, <laughs> imagine if you're reading, you're then passenger seat, and you're reading the original um, version of the Declaration of Independence. And the, wind, <laughs> and the wind blows, and it's like flipping around in the back seat, like whipping where it's ready to go out the window. What do you do? I, I think you have to save it. That paper, the, the papyrus but, it was written on is very old. But, I, AJ, it's... you're missing the point. You never, ever take your seatbelt off. <laughs> I guess See? so. Exactly. Exactly. I'm R.J. Bell. Victory again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, now you're we, claiming victories over me with arguments with Jonas. I don't understand this. It's just, it's just a perpetuation of like, like, listen, here's the answer. There's not always an easy answer, buddy. <laughs> All right. Now, moving forward, there's the weather issue. Now, we looked a little deeper at the opening number on the total in this game with Cleveland, and it was in Arizona, and it was 53. So now the current number is on the total, AJ. 
The current total is now 49 and a half. Okay. So we're talking about, you know, a three and a half, maybe four point move in some spots. And that's a sign of concern about the wind. And this is something that bears repeating. We'll say it a couple times every year is unless it is so cold, and I would say usually about 15 degrees, all right? If it's 15 or below that, cold can really hinder scoring. But at even 22, 23, especially, you know, degrees, especially if the teams aren't from the south, if they're, you know, not completely uh, foreign to cold weather, is, you know, 22, 23, 24, the weather doesn't, the coldness doesn't stop scoring or doesn't hinder scoring. When it comes to precipitation, unless it's like a monsoon, unless it's like a foot of snow, it doesn't really do much to stop scoring. A little bit of rain, a little bit of sleet, it's fine. If anything, and this is a great point, the offensive players know where they're going. The defensive players don't. So the defensive players, the cornerbacks are more inclined to slip if it's a little slippery. And what happens if a wide receiver slips? Well, he, he one guy's out of the play. But if a cornerback slips, it's almost a touchdown every time. So, like, if you think about it, the sleet and what comes with it in the rain, actually, you know, any time it's slick actually hurts the defense more. But the wind, which is invisible, is something that you have to count big time. If the wind is blown, especially if it's crosswinds, and each stadium has their own kind of death winds, like these winds are really tough, and man, oh, man, does it affect scoring. And since it is invisible, effectively, it, it's something that doesn't – you don't really know how windy it is watching a game on TV unless the announcers talk about it. And thus, this is a big factor. It brought the total down significantly. And, A.J., you've got a theory. I agree with it of which team this benefits. I think it certainly affect, it benefits more the team with the power running game, which is Cleveland. Obviously, Arizona, more of a finesse offense. And I think that if there are 20-mile-an-hour-plus wins, which that's what's projected now, uh, at least the, the, the steady wins of 20 miles an hour in Cleveland on Sunday, that's not going to affect the Browns' offense as much. Brad, I think yesterday when A.J. was talking about the wins, you put up something that said the new estimate is 19. What are you saying now? I'm seeing uh, the same thing uh, from that same website. Uh, so 19. NFL football database. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I thought it was interesting, AJ, that, that you said like 20 and he like made a point to put up on the screen 19. <laughs> I'm looking at weather.com. I, I, I don't know where to find a better wait, 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 source wait, wait, wait. than weather.com. Say that URL one more time. www.weather.com. <laughs> Com. I think I think that's on point. It seems like that's where you get the best news from. <laughs> ah, it's good that, that I mean Brad's thinking right now. Boy, it was that easy to get him worked up, and he's just cackling underneath his breath. <laughs> I'm RJ Poe. That's AJ. We're straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. One more factor that points to Cleveland, or at least away from Arizona. And in that COVID situation, one of the players, or the player, is very important. Do you want to I, e- I'm, explain? 
Well, I, I think that there are – Kyler Murray is obviously a, a guy who last year we saw banged up quite a bit did not perform well when he was banged up and last week it looked like Kyler Murray was starting to starting to start, feel the effects of the NFL season pile up on him taking a lot of treatment I think him being injured in bad weather I think it spells a, a bad scenario for the Cardinals okay so that's an additional point that Kyle you know there's conversation about him getting uh, being less than a hundred percent but I was talking about the D lineman for Arizona oh, uh, Chandler Jones yeah Chandler Jones being uh, did you mention he was the player initially Yes, Chandler Jones and then two staff members. He's the only player in protocol, although DeAndre Hopkins has missed the last two days of practice due to a quote-unquote undisclosed illness. But I also, having been around DeAndre Hopkins a lot in in Houston, he hardly ever practices, so I wouldn't look too much into that. But they wouldn't pull him out to the point of saying undisclosed illness, and they don't do that every week. No, but they they did that regularly. It was almost because they didn't want to say knee or shoulder. This was Houston, though, right? That's true. That was in Houston. They would say personal or they would say undisclosed illness. And, and that was I, before COVID even existed. Okay. So what you're saying is don't be fooled by that. But what do you I mean, if you had to rank who's the most valuable players on Arizona, how would that ranking go? Kyler Murray, one. DeAndre Hopkins, two. Chandler Jones, three. That's what I was thinking. So when you have your third best player likely is out. That's moving the needle a and, half a point. And he's symptomatic. This is not a situation. If he were asymptomatic, you have to have 48 hours of no symptoms and two tests within 48 hours where you're, where you're clear. And he's, he's been showing symptoms with his COVID, which makes it more unlikely that yeah, he will play. he's not going to play. I mean, it's tend to, I mean, the only way he would have played is if it was a false positive and he, then he took, got the two negatives. And the odds of that are going to be pretty slim. And I don't think we've seen it happen yet, right? When someone's been in a COVID protocol uh, where they are the ones with the positive right. test, they have not played that week. There hasn't been that, that holy grail scenario of, oh, the test was wrong, and we're going to find the time to have two tests before so he can play. It hasn't happened. Yeah, and we've seen that with contact tracing. Guys who have been contact traced early in the week have cleared the protocol and have been able to play. All but right. not, direct, not directly the so guys this, who got sick. This explains how you can't just say the Browns, they're favored by three and a half. They're better than Arizona. The starting point of any line, any spread in the NFL, is going to be how good is the road team, how good is the home team. Put a home field advantage in there, and that's your spread. That's the starting point. But then you've got situational factors, injuries on both teams. right? Are players coming back that were injured for weeks and weeks prior? And then, obviously, you've got weather, potentially. And um, and then, again, more injuries. In this case, not COVID, but with, with Kyler Murray. So I think And their a, center, Rodney Hudson, is out. Yeah, so I think it's a situation where it almost is shaping up to be a perfect storm of negativity or negatives against Arizona – and even to the point of the national radio host saying they were only four and zero instead of five and zero, it's all stacking against them. But still, a three and a half point underdog, Arizona, as the last undefeated team. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts i think one of the main reasons this line is dropping and this is going to sound kind of goofy but listen to these numbers tom brady in his time since he went to tampa bay so last season and this season in the regular season obviously playoffs are a different story how's he do at night tom brady doesn't shy away from the bright lights. He's not afraid of attention. He's not scared of the pressure. You would think he does very well. MackenzieRiversPregame.com research. How's Brady done in night games at Tampa Bay regular season? Against the spread, 0-6, negative 12 ATS margin. All right. 3-3 three three straight up. So, if you bet him every time, you're yet to be paid. 0.0 cashes. And... You said 12 points ATS margin? Yes, negative 12. Now think about that. What we're saying is if you gave Brady 12 points a game, so six games, so it's going to be, what, uh, 98 or 108 points. If you gave him 108 points, he would have just broken even against the spread. (laughs) So, I mean, that is, I mean, a teaser, six points, he could have double teased and you wouldn't be covering. So, I know is this a coincidence is this just small sample size maybe but what do we know about Brady he goes to bed early he tapes Jeopardy then watches it the next morning so I mean if you think about that it's like well what time are these games going on well the deciding parts of the game sometimes midnight so that's a lot later than 645 so I don't if, – if I would have said this coming in last year with no data, you could have said maybe. But then imagine a year goes by where he's 0 for 6 in those games. I don't think you can even debate that it's uh, – that it has to be a consideration. It may be true. It may not be. But it's such a potent concept that him playing in night games, Tom Brady, because he goes to bed early, hurts his performance. I don't think you can discard it. I'm RJ well, Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.